Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. I'd like to introduce our guest to, as I said, we had her on the show all the way back in 2018 talking about Malcolm Henderson, um, and we have Professor Estelle Ferberg on the line. Um, Professor, welcome. Thank you once again for joining us. Good afternoon. It's good to be with you, and I hope we can have a nice discussion about I, I the importance so. Oh, I of, hope so too. Cell donation, yes. yes. <laughs> now, now yes. you um, are the hematologist and stem cell transplant director at Grotteskur Hospital. Um, the last time we spoke, um, it was about Malcolm Henderson, and so sadly, um, as you know, he he passed away earlier this year. And we were talking about these stem cell transplants, Professor. Um, our previous guest, Christine Rus, was was saying um, that. It's a relatively painless process, but maybe we can just outline before we go ahead, what diseases are treated with stem cell transplants? We treat diseases of the blood um, with stem cell transplants, typically, but this is a growing field. So just speaking about patients who volunteer to be stem cell donors, in these kind of situations, they will stand in in the case where there couldn't be a family donor found. So what does it mean to be a donor for somebody and for what type of patients would you be a donor? It's typically patients who have either a bone marrow failure syndrome. And these are the patients where we can expect a truly spectacular result with at least 80 or 90 percent of patients being completely cured in the long term. And these can range from babies with failure of their um, immune system. That's very rare, but very spectacular a reason to use stem cells. And then we have people who are old, older, who, who um, whose bone marrow loses the function, um, basically gets, it basically turns on itself. Mm-hmm. And these are the, the, the very, very, very important reasons that has an incredibly good outcome. Then we move on to the patients who have malignancies cancers of, of the blood and the bone marrow or the lymph nodes. And, and these are um, patients where worldwide um, patients can be completely cured, but as a, you know, in a, in a certain setting, there will be a very good outcome with the majority of patients cured. And then in another setting, um, we will, with, with more severe and, different types of malignancies, different types of leukemias, we will then find that we can only cure one out of three or one out of four patients in the long term. I mean, Malcolm's not here to speak for himself, but I do remember um, he was talking about that he he had a donor um, and we spoke to him after it had taken place and he was feeling really good um, and he seemed to have improved. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, and then the very sad news, unfortunately, that he had passed away. Um, he, he, wanted us to be very aware of the, the need, the great need for people to um, donate their, their stem cells um, and their bone marrow. And Christine was talking about how it really is a pretty painless process. Perhaps, and I think it's so important, you can share with our listeners what is involved um, when one does decide to become a donor. And I'm talking about when there has been a match and you're going ahead and you're going ahead with the do- do- donation. 
so that's when you've already become a donor. You don't want yeah. me to tell our listeners how to become yes, a donor. If you don't or mind, do, Professor. Should I do that too? Okay. So obviously, um, we have, um, organizations in South Africa. Um, and I, I'm sure you've mentioned them. Um, so I will leave that to you that do recruit people and people also, um, voluntarily, um, uh, come and, 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 and seek to become donors when they are in contact with family or friends that have had these diseases. Um, in the old days, it was a, a tube of blood that had to be taken, but nowadays it's very simple. It's a, it's a little swab in the, in the, in the, in the mouth. So basically it takes the DNA from there. Um, so that's a very simple way to become, um, what, what we mean by typed is we mean that we, Look at your human leukocyte antigen, which is that part that makes us all different. Um, and very, very nicely and closely, um, we look at that and we put it in our, in, in the record of, of this donor organization. Now it's stored away for future use. And as you probably know, South African donors are connected with the whole world. So, um, we, we can give a donation to another country and another country can give a donation to us, which is just amazing that we're this global village of people with, um, uh, uh, that can donate. I can tell you a bit more about that. Um, I think let me just get back to you for a moment. I have Professor Estelle Ferberg um, on the show today. Um, we're talking about donating uh, your bone marrow or stem cells. Um, and the professor is a hematologist and stem cell transplant director at Grote Skier Hospital. We're really promoting um, you listening right now, becoming a donor. Um, and we heard the statistics about the only about, what, 70,000 donors here in South Africa, even though we are connected, as the professor said, to this world of donors. But I think many people hold back when it comes to this professor because of um, the reputation. I think the past reputation of that, it could be a very painful procedure to donate your bone marrow. Perhaps we can dispel this because things have changed quite dramatically over over recent times. Indeed. Um, in our institution, we... Um get these stem cells from our donors, whether they are family or whether they are volunteer. We get them with a process that is actually more like a dialysis and much less serious, obviously. I shouldn't use that word if it uh, makes it sound serious, but what it basically means is your blood is being led through a machine and back to you, and these vital, wonderful stem cells are being taken out of your um, blood. To get the stem cells to go to the blood in good proportions, we do give a, 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 a hormone that stimulates the growth of these cells and make them um, go out from the marrow. They sort of peek out. They, they move into the bloodstream. So it's actually just a very beautiful picture of, of our wonderful marrow that is actually in the bone but is in complete um, connection with the rest of the blood in the body. Um, remember, blood is made in the marrow, but it circulates through the whole body up to the tips of our fin- fingers and tops of our heads and tips of our toes. So in this um, uh, product of the, of the bone marrow, your stem cells are found and they are then taken into a bag and they are given to the patient who has been prepared for these cells. So what does it mean for such a volunteer donor? It means that you um, have got... Um, a week in which you are going to be very much involved with the process, 
but it's um, very, there's not really much discomfort um, until these stem cells that are wanting to break out of your uh, marrow grows a bit. And that can be feeling a little bit like um, having a bit of uh, the flu, sort of a little funny kind of uh, painful feeling or after after you've trained too hard, that kind mm-hmm. of funny feeling. Okay. And um, so that's that's something that can be easily um, alleviated by some paracetamol, bernardo, as we as we say. Um, and then there's just the few hours that the volunteer donor would be connected to a machine. So that's basically, um, that's it. And then these donors are obviously um, uh, followed up well, and um, they are in the matrix of these organizations in the, in the sense that there's also the chance in the future that there could be some form of um, contact. But as you know, there is no specific contact at that moment with the mm. patient because that is not the way it works. Yeah. So it will be, it's, it's a completely free and anonymous donation to a patient. And you certainly can save a life. You spoke about the success rate. Professor, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know that Christine was talking a lot about um, the um, the bone marrow registry here in South Africa, the South African bone marrow registry, and I will be giving out their details a little bit later. But I thank you for joining us um, for sharing your expertise. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nikki.